0: But, ooh, but, ooh, but we need, on. we need. Oh, y'all preach that I'm preaching. I'm about oh, to i yes. I'm, yes, about, to yes, first, Great I'm about to be the person to pass the basket on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> pass it, brother. <laughs> pass it, brother.
1: It over, but I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes and I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBCU graduates, proud educators, and most importantly, husband, husband and wife. wife. And you're listening to
2: After School Talk, Talk
1: podcast. Hello, hello, hello,
2: and welcome to another episode of After School Talk.
1: I was supposed to say after. <laughs> one, you already did <laughs> up. And
2: here we go. We starting <laughs> off early today, where I am your co-host, Mr. Deuce, and I'm your other co-host, Doctor Deuce. Hey Dr. Dude, how you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. That's good. Hey man, we ain't doing no small talk today. No we got we today. have a very special <laughs> guest
1: on the show today, and I'm ready to get I'm going to give a little background on them because to right. do a build-up okay. so that they can understand why okay. we're over here so okay. excited. Okay? Okay. So we, okay. The person we have with us today has been a teacher and a principal since 1987, though I don't believe that because he has not aged in any picture I have seen of him <laughs> Facts. on the internet. Facts. <laughs> um, he received national acclaim as a teacher and a chess coach at his school where they won eight national chess championships. Um, he has been featured on the Dr. Oz show, C SPAN, CNN, NPR radio, and the Oprah radio network, just to name a few just things. Just a couple of them. we ain't going to do all of them. Just a few things. No, you're going to do all he of them. He has three books. I barely got through my dissertation. And so I that can't has impressed me thoroughly. At all. <laughs> and the book in particular that um, is, uh, is in my mother's house, my mother has a picture with him. With the book is I choose to stay. So if you know who we are talking about, we want you to give a round of applause and welcome Principal L to After School Talk. Yeah. We do good, we do good openings. We could do some stand-up comedy and really get you in there. <laughs> Oh, now, Principal. I got a quick question before we get into everything about you. Yes, ma'am. Um, one of your books it says that like there's a quote from Will Smith in the forward. Is that Will Smith? The Will Smith?
0: Yeah, that's the that's the Will Smith. Yes, it is. That, that <laughs> man, l- listen, man,
1: you hanging out with all the big
0: listen, listen. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you something crazy. One one year. Well, see, the thing is, I choose to stay. Disney bought the movie rights. Did. But Disney never made the movie. So I was sitting, I was okay. sitting down with somebody talking about, it and they said, you know, um, Will Smith was interested in the movie right. So I'm like, come on, y'all trying to prank me. Somebody, you know, we on candy <laughs> camera or something." something. They said, no, you know, they said, you know, Will was like upset that your agent didn't come to him first. I said, well, they sent it to them. You know, Will's company's Overbrook Entertainment. I said, they sent it back. He said, all right, well, I don't think Will knows about that, so I'll take it back. I said, yeah, take it back. Because if you're serious, tell Will I'll kick Disney to the curb for him, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Forget the Disney yeah. characters.
0: We got Will. Yeah. so um, <laughs> so this was um like a guy I had gone to college with, but it was one of his friends. So apparently they knew Will's family. So I ain't expect to hear nothing. So next thing I know, they contacted me and said, uh, Will's. Somebody, at Will's family, want to know. Can you sit down and talk for a little bit? I was like, sure. So I went and met um, uh, one of his family members somewhere, and they said, uh, you know, Will want to know. You want to come out to California and meet with him? I said, come on, y'all. I'm not trying to come out to California and get kidnapped <laughs> and be on Discovery. did <laughs> something. I'm not. They said, no, Will wants you. Not so I said, right well, here. I'm not gonna be able. To, I'm not gonna be able to come out there. I got. I'm gonna have to bring my family, whatever. So um, I go out there to spend the whole weekend at Will's house out in in uh, uh, um, in, in L.A. He lives in out in, outside of L.A. Like, um, oh my God! And and and, I, and here's the thing: so um, uh, uh, Mr. Avery, who was the father on The Fresh Prince, um, he was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. when he was alive, right? He was there. Yeah, when he was uh, alive, right? uh, uh, Boris Kojo was, it was like, like all these, all these prominent blacks out there, they all just come and hang out, you know, come see each other. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, this is the world that they're, you know, living in, but they're <laughs> all so close tight knit. <laughs> but, um, but to, just to make it real quick. So I, um, um, found out, you know, Will was a chess player, believe it or not. He was working on his chess game and, and, wow. um, and, um, ended up developing a friendship with Will, we um, never made, we talked, the, the idea was for Will to play me in the movie, but um, there was some issue with the producers, because the guys that actually took me to Disney were the producers of the movie Miracle, about the Olympic hockey team, so there was some issues about producer credits or whatever, but through me meeting Will, um, you know, Will asked me, like, you know, what are you working on? I was like, well, i Wrote this book, I Choose to Stay, which was pretty successful. I'm working on the follow-up, The Immortality of Influence. I really would love for you to write the foreword. Arnold Schwarzenegger wrote the foreword in my first book. I'd like you to write the foreword because, you know, you're a good father, you know, good son. His mother, Will's mother actually was the school secretary of my high school, believe it or not. Wow. Um, Yeah. And and he takes, I mean, he takes great care of of his mom. So Will's like, yeah, I'll do it. So he ended up um, writing a forward for the book. And uh, then when he filmed I Am Legend in New York, I went up there, spent some time there while he was filming I Am Legend. And we just developed a a, a, a soft, you know, relationship. He's from Philly. Um, I'm a few years older than him, but oh, yeah. we were never able to make the movie. Now, still trying to, still still trying right. to.
1: i say, yeah, it's never too right.
0: late. Yeah. Still got <laughs> to try to make it happen. But, try right. But I was just so impressed <laughs> with how real he was the whole time we were there, um, how supportive, you know, he's been. And um, even when I, you know, would call and check on how things were going, I'm thinking I'm calling his office and he answered the phone. And I'm like, um, yeah, can wow. somebody like get a message to Will? And he's like, man, you, I gave you my cell phone number. I <laughs> almost, <laughs> you know, he, he called, called one of my nieces as a favor, like on, you know, on a birthday, wished her happy birthday. He's a good, he's a good brother and doing some some good things. So yes, that will wrote the forward in the book. The quote that I use is from him, and um, he's very very supportive of really of, of of many projects that come out of his hometown, you know, of uh, of Philly. So he's a native son, and um, and he's doing some some big things. And hopefully one day there's still time because mm-hmm. my agent said, um, you know, because we actually. Share the same agency, creative artist agency CAA, um, and they do a lot of film work, and they represent Will. And every now and then, she said they come back and said Will was asking, did anybody buy the movie rights of that book yet? And they say no, not right. yet. So, um, so I own the rights. I have the rights back, and I'm not doing anything yeah. with it until I until Will call me and tell me he's done with it. But until then, I'm gonna hold our good hope deal, because I told I told Will I said <laughs> Will, you're not gonna win your first Academy Award. Until you play this teacher and Philly, <laughs> say that. The <laughs> there you go. Say
2: that. You got to play the
0: teacher. Yes, program, <laughs> you know what I mean. So hopefully that, you know, hopefully you know, with God's blessing that'll 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 happen. But yes, that's that's Will, sis. That's him.
1: That is yeah. Will. That's real, that's real Will. Up. And you now look. You talking about the small world with Will's mom being the secretary. So the even how you came upon this podcast is so. Crazy! We put out there on Twitter that, yay, we are excited yeah. of our little—not even we—we we just excited that three thousand people have listened right. to <laughs> our podcast. And then you comment one night, and I'm—I remember it like it was just now. I'm sitting on the sofa. It's like ten o'clock at night here, and we just sitting there watching TV. And I look, and I get this comment like, "That's what's up. Like y'all doing good." And I was like, "Who?" Who is this? They got a check by their name. You know, when you see that check on social media, that's like a oh, wait a minute. Let me click, and then I click, and I see, and I I didn't even look at your name. I just saw your face and was like, I know him. Like I know that face, and I was I kept going like, why do I know who that is? And Melvin looked at me like I have no clue what's yeah, going on. Like what why are you says, so, like Why are you talking about him? Yeah, why are you so hype? <laughs> and I called my mom. She was like, Yeah, like that's Principal L. You know his pictures in the house. Wait a minute, <laughs> like. <laughs> stop stop the world wait a minute and then from there it the same spirit that we'll have and just being open and genuine is how you came to us and i am forever grateful for that because you immediately was like well y'all just let me know if y'all need anything or want anything and i was like all right sir because i'm about to hit you with it because my daddy told me you don't ask not you not gonna That's receive right. whatever That's the quote right. is i don't know so <laughs> i said hey you want to be on the podcast yeah <laughs> You were like, yeah, like, done deal. So, you look, the, the blessings it's a, it's of, an honor. of you. It's, a,
0: it's, a, it's, a, it's an honor to be here. Your dad raised you well, so. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: ain't going to let him hear that part. No, that's going uh,
0: well, to take that He's going to take credit for anyway. You know that. <laughs>
1: You're right. There you go, and you know that. he going to take that one clip, that. put it on his phone, and just, right. let me just play this for you, what, press what L uh, said, just so you know.
0: He's going to get his shirt made.
1: easy that'd be easy for him to do really now okay so one thing in particular about your story that really resonates with us is the um the idea that you took something that i would consider an extracurricular activity like chess and made it into something so special for students um if you ever get a chance after this podcast um after we do this episode you can listen to our old episodes one big push for us has always been that students need to be involved in extracurricular activities to create a sense of belonging on campus because that's how we pull them into the school. That's how you find that mentor for them. That's how you find that that feeling of being at home with their family. And to see that you it wasn't it wasn't just oh I walked in the classroom and I started talking about math or I walked in the classroom I told them a history lesson. I I took a tool outside of the curriculum and brought it in like chess. That was a just wow, it was I'm in mean, awe of that. So what made you even think to say I want to bring in chess to, to my classroom?
0: Um, I um I knew I had to find a way to sort of go to where students were and take them to the where I wanted them to go. And so and that's all about building those relationships and as you guys know that those after school programs, extracurricular activities is a way for adults to connect with students outside of outside of the normal, traditional classroom and it's where students right, sort of right. open up a little more they let down especially those that may not right. be as successful academically this is a chance for me to oh, yeah. this chance for me to get in where i fit in and one thing you're going to learn about me mm-hmm. doing the podcast is i love the rhyme and i know i i think i read somewhere but somebody's a, a hip-hop fan i think i read that somewhere <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> just a little Hold bit up. just a little bit you know and, and, the, and today is Andre 3000 birthday, so go, okay. go, go right ahead and okay. rhyme. And,
0: and, and that's one of the things that kids have always loved about. And they talk about it even now on social media. One of the things they will always talk about is how, you know, I was always, you know, they always say, nobody want to hear those corny old school rhymes, that kind of thing. But as soon as I walk <laughs> out the classroom, they say, come back for a minute. I say, what you want? Go ahead, hit one more of those rhymes for me. Hit one more for me. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> But I always, but I would use things like, you know, positive rap, chess and things like that to find a way to connect with students. And I worked in this school in North Philly. um, And I worked in um, this school, Vaux Middle School, was in a very tough community. Um, And I worked with a, a, a young lady named Octavia Lewis who had a son who ended up playing ball for your father. See right it's so many connections in this world it's, it's so it's, many connections it's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy and and um and uh you know she was always a big supporter and we would always talk about how these students like the world don't doesn't really know about how great these students are all they see is what's on the news you know and um you know right. the, the crime and the drugs and you know little did we know 20 30 years later you'd be seeing uh, black men getting killed on the street by police officers, and the people don't even blink when they right. see it. They don't even stop them yep. from doing it. You know, yep. eight minutes long, right. nobody mm-hmm. says anything. But um, right. but right. I, I said I, I want to find a way to get these students to be recognized for something more than just playing ball or for being, you know, or for rap. And I wanna, I want people to see they have strong cognitive ability as well, right? So um, mm-hmm. I had learned to play chess growing up. My brother taught me to play chess. But only taught me enough moves so he could continue to beat me. <laughs> right. Of course. Just like in that way, every
2: chess player does?
0: That, they it, teach the other person
2: just right, enough. Right, to Make right. a couple
0: moves. Just like a good <laughs> just like a good big brother. He only taught me enough so yeah. he could keep beating my behind, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, and you gotta figure out right. the rest on your own. And that's what and that's what I did, Mel. I started researching the benefits yeah. of chess, how to teach chess and started introducing students to chess. And what I learned that so many young people, they know because um, many of them have uh, older uh, brothers or uncles or grandfathers, fathers, you know, um, who play chess. Um, some of them learn, you know, in prison, chess is very popular in prison. Um, and then, so they right. said, well, look, I, I beat, you know, I beat my, I beat my father or my grandfather. I know I can beat you, you know, and, and, and mm-hmm. so they, they took chess and made, they start talking trash like it was basketball. And uh right, right. Mm-hmm. and teachers would come to me and say, you know, you should take these students out to play against other schools. They started playing against other elementary and middle schools, started winning and winning and winning. But I said the students, they, they became complacent because they were winning so much that they weren't hungry. And then I said I had to start having these students compete against high schools. They started beating the high schools, like, wow, man, these kids are talented and um and <laughs> realize that. That these students will soak it up. If you, if you put any type of challenge in front of them, if you have high expectations and believe in them, they will achieve that goal. They will they will exceed it. Mm-hmm. And um, and the students went on to go to national tournaments and win national championships and get recognized by you know so many people around the country. But it started with just this little dream in the small school of just wanting to give some students some exposure because we have a large Achievement gap in this country, but there's also a major exposure right. gap, and there are many young Man, people. Uh, many absolutely. of many of them, researchers will tell you that by the time they're 18, if they're not going to school, most of them will only will have traveled five to 10 miles, you know, within from within their home. So that exposure is very, very, yes, very important. Yes. very important.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's something you said. Uh, have high expectations and believe in them. That's something that we as educators have to remember and keep in mind at all times when we are communicating with our students. You can't just put it in front of them. You also gotta set some kind of goals. Your high expectations, believe in them. Let them know that you believe in them and stuff like that. I think that's that's yeah. something that's missing sometimes when it comes to you know that that communication between the student. and Right. The teacher. And I tell teachers
0: often. Tell adults often. It's one thing for you to tell a student that I expect you to be successful. I expect you to be great. Mm-hmm. I have high expectations. I said but the, the 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 adult who's successful is the one who convinces the student that I'm going to be here to help you make that to reach that goal to become successful. Right. I'm, right, not, right, right. I'm not I'm not going to leave you. That I'm going to I'm going to believe in you until you believe in yourself. You know. Right. Right,
1: right, yeah. right. Now, before before we even uh, started the podcast, when we were talking about um, the uh, you and I sharing dissertation <laughs> research, I was I was about to go through PTSD just talking about it. To be honest, <laughs> but when we yeah, were yeah. talking about creating that, <laughs> listen,
0: you, listen, creating let me that, tell you uh, something. You this. don't have
1: to tell me about what?
0: PTSD because I, <laughs> I I I promised my mother. My mother passed in two thousand two. And I'm one of eight kids. I'm the only one of my mother's eight kids to graduate from college. Um, and when I got received my master's degree, became a principal, I said, mom, I know you're proud. My mother was a professional school district. I said, mom, I know you're proud of me. I worked hard with your support. I've been able to do some great things and I just want to thank you. And I know you're going to be satisfied because every parent will be satisfied when their child receives a master's degree. And she said, mm-hmm. oh, I'm satisfied. But now you got to go get a doctorate I said, Lord have mercy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's cool and all
2: but they keep pushing
0: they keep pushing they keep pushing and um and my mother passed away and that and and, I, and and every time I wanted to quit my program, I kept thinking about the fact that she asked me that was something she specifically asked me to do and um and in 2019 I finally defended that dissertation and graduated man. It took me a long time. But I so so listen, when you talk about PTSD, you you talking to the king of
1: it. You know what I mean? I listen. <laughs> people, and it's crazy because people always say, "I'm thinking about getting my doctor," and you don't want to discourage right. anybody. But I'm like, just
0: be
2: just sure.
1: understand, yeah. okay? Be clear
2: on what you want now.
0: It was but, a lot of panic right. attacks,
1: a lot of scary nights, a lot of early yes, mornings. Yes,
0: <laughs> but but listen, but like Rakim said, it ain't. It's not where you're from. It's where you're at. You know, and that's and so that's man. the key. So yes. you and that and that's that's how we ended up getting through it because we get so caught up in the process because it is a challenge. It, and it doesn't test your mm-hmm. academic your intellectual it, it it tests your stamina your mental stamina yeah. your per, yeah. your yes. perseverance you know you start you start mm-hmm. questioning yourself you know they got this you know this, this thing that they study now it's imposter syndrome with with <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about that we on a recent absolutely, Al- yes. you are yeah. On it yeah <laughs> you know it's it's uh it's it's amazing so i have so much respect for those people who finished? because when you have a family and you got all these other things you're doing trying to do that i um i i, I know what it's like but um but you were talking about see I, i'm all on the podcast and i'm all i i, I gotta stay focused i can't i, I gotta help you out because I I, I I but you were talking about the sense, sense of belonging because y'all like to have so yes, much fun yes. See, this end up being a two, three hour podcast. And we, we hey,
2: we have done it before. And we have <laughs> we done it before. No, you have. Yes, yes. No, you have. Yes.
1: yes. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. We had a podcast episode just recently that we had to break up into two episodes because we talked for two hours. And I looked at the time, like, okay, you know what? I already right, got a plan. It's gonna be two part series. We good?
0: Well, see when you love, but see so, yeah. when you love what you do when it's your passion, it's it's not work. You know what I mean? It's not right, work. Bro. It's, your, right, it's, it's right. your passion. It's what you wear. That's why you wake up in the morning with determination and you go to bed with satisfaction because you're doing what you are doing mm-hmm. what you mm-hmm. enjoy. Mm-hmm. You're doing what, Let me write what that one God down. has asked Take you to do. <laughs> you're doing it. And when right. God asks you to do it, you don't, you don't pay attention to the clocks it's like being in church. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Look, mm-hmm. look up mm-hmm. and pastor still preaching. It's four o'clock. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> and look, back in the day you had another another service to tell me to. about like, it right. tell me about
0: it yeah but uh, sense of belonging what are you going to say about sense of belonging
1: yeah and you know what that also go going to what you're saying that's what makes it easy to talk to you about it is because um I was working in the school system. I was not a teacher. So we've had, you know, talked about this on the podcast before of me really pushing for extracurricular activities because my background was in student affairs. And I've always told people, I said, when I go to, and I now work on a college campus, but I'm working on a college campus since grad school and during that little period. And then going to a high school and realizing, okay, on a college campus, I have the student activities office, I have the student counseling office, I have campus rec, I got intramural sports, I have the multicultural office, all of these different things to help the student on campus, and then I get to the high school and you may give me two guidance counselors. Like, what? Well, mm-hmm. where, well, where's all the rest of the stuff that they're supposed right. to have going on? And so for me, what the struggle was, was, was really trying to be that advocate for those things that you're talking about, like chess. And I was blessed to have two principals that looked at me and said, run it. I get what you're doing. Go for it. And I was able to create many student affairs departments at my school. Like we are going to run this just like the campus does, uh, a college campus does. But what would you say to those who are at schools where the focus is always on test scores, curriculum, don't, know we don't have time for the extracurricular activities. You you got to teach to the test.
0: Well, and I'ma tell you I'ma tell you what, what this this COVID, this COVID nineteen situation has been devastating. But one of the things it has showed us, because all the states eliminated state testing, is it showed us that we're still gonna be breathing, we're still gonna be alive, everybody's still gonna have a house and a car and everything else if we don't focus on state testing. You know, that's what one thing right. we've learned, and I'm hoping that this is the beginning of the end of high stakes testing. Because it's stressful yes, for children yes. it's stressful for children and it's a snapshot it's just one small yes, and it, you know exactly. you, you it's, it's one week two weeks out of a whole school year that we could oh, just spend yeah. that time right a school year and 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 you can't keep testing kids thinking it's gonna make them smarter. A pig doesn't get fat if you keep weighing it you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> right no. there you go it, that's it. Let me yeah, write that you one be, down. No, You're going to be writing, be writing all one. night with me. Um, I, <laughs> Lally Mare. Lally Mare. Let's Lally go. <laughs> You're going to be writing all night with me, brother. Because, because it's, 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 the, it's the truth. And I think that we have to understand that we, you know, you know you got this big focus on social emotional learning. That we have to focus on the emotional well-being of children. And, and, and dealing with this right. pandemic that we're going through right now that we, we, we definitely have to make sure that we're focusing on so many other things. These children are not home thinking about a state test. These teachers are not home thinking about a state tests. They're thinking about how, no. you know, parents are home thinking about how I gotta work and teach my own children at home. Teachers are now trying to mm-hmm. teach from their home. There's nothing like a child walking right. into a school and hearing an adult say, I loved you before I ever met you. That's what's important in school, mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. connections. So um, you know, of course assessment is important because assessment should drive instruction, but it should be ongoing, right. ongoing baseline assessment. You know, let me let me find out what it is that I'm not doing that's going to help me help you become successful, not something that's going right. where I'm I'm giving, you know, a, a grade letter to a school. You got some states, they're actually giving grades to schools, F school, D school. How how would children yeah, and parents yeah, yeah. over feel? You know about that so um hopefully this is the beginning of the end of and i i, I think we were kind of getting there anyway of really focusing mm-hmm. on these high stakes tests because number one they're very biased number two oh, no, 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 no doubt bad. about it and then number two the same students who the same schools who spend uh thousand dollars more per classroom um, take the same test as these children in high-poverty communities. So we've, we've we've got to find a way to support these students in, a, in an equitable way and one where the students enjoy and love school. Two things those students should experience every day when they come into school is rigor and joy. They should be challenged. They should feel like, yes, they should feel like, hey, you know what? School it's a struggle, but I have adults who said, don't worry about struggle because struggle is progress mm-hmm. struggle is learning so it's yeah. cool to I, they, they told me it's okay to fail you know because 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 failure when failure is normative resilience becomes second nature and that's that's really mm-hmm. what's impact you I know so many adults how many adults we know they don't get the job they don't get what they want relationship don't work out something and then they they get upset and want to hurt somebody because because for some right. reason they grew up in an environment where they thought, Every time they did something, they had to get recognized for it. They had to get a trophy for it, or they right. never really learned how to struggle. We, our children, have to learn and understand: you're going to struggle. We're going to support you. If you, if you're going to fall, if you can look up, you can get up. And when you get up, we're going to help you up, and we're going to get you right back on top of it. But that's um. So I'm, right. I'm hoping that this becomes the end of that focus on high stakes testing because. No one, no one benefits from that. No one.
1: Right, 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 right. Now, do you, you, when you speak of resilience, do you think that the students participating in the chess, um, on the chess team, help with resilience?
0: Yes, because let me tell you one thing about chess: is when you start, Uh-oh. when you start playing chess, Never mind. Um, you immediately become the worst player in the room, because everybody else has already been playing. So you now have to work your way up. The, you gotta work your way up the ladder. And chess is something that you end up honestly teaching yourself. That's why I love teaching it to students because it teaches them to be independent learners. You gotta get a chess book and get better on your own. You can't be like Alan Iverson. You can't be complaining about practice. This is about practice, because you right. have to, you right. got right. Yeah. to practice. Practice. <laughs> practice, you know, you, you got to, you got to really get in. You got to really get into, uh, uh, uh this knowledge and reading. And, and so, and then also chess is a game that teaches you about patience and teaches you how to overcome obstacles because you're going to lose pieces and you got to learn how to win after mm. you lose pieces. Chess is like life. You know, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yep. And when yep. those things don't mm-hmm. and when those things don't work for you, you yeah. have to learn how to um, you have to learn how to overcome and, and, and adapt. And chess forces you to think three, four five moves, you know, ahead. And so uh, that um, that becomes the greatest tool is, is the, 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 the ability to, to think ahead. The ability to to uh to to problem solve, and that's what I think is really missing um, in the way we educate students today. Is we don't we don't focus on teaching students to think. We focus on teaching them what to do instead of teaching them how to,
2: what to right, instead
0: of how to think, how to go about doing it, how to create a business, um, how to build a community. Mm-hmm. So um, chess is huge, you know, in that aspect. And also because you're also challenging another person's mind. And you, and I, I have many young ladies who were involved in chess. And the thing that would frustrate my boys was sitting down next to these girls because, you know, men always think they can dominate women in anything. Right, 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 yeah. And you, sit, <laughs> you sitting down, you sitting here with these girls and these girls just knocking these boys off one by one because, see, girls are, they, see, they're very, very, very analytical. And they will, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll play hours and never trade a piece with a guy. Play hours, frustrate them, and just keep playing and playing and playing. <laughs> you know, we just want to play and get it over with, move on. Right, uh, <laughs> plan win, right, and, win. I don't right. Play and, and win. um, and I and and it's, and it's great because chess also allowed those young men to see that these women have, super, these young ladies have superior minds, and I need to respect these queens mm-hmm. because they are they are on my level and beyond and i think that really helped our young men also because they they had to learn to respect respect these women because i came from a woman as Tupac would often talk about there you know what i mean so i have to i have to respect them and um and so chess is is huge with giving kids the ability to uh think through problems think through issues and um and 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 just uh, have those moves that, see as as my mother would tell me not just see the turn but see around the turn and that's a and that's a mm-hmm. big difference a big difference mm-hmm.
1: and you know i'm gonna say this because um i i i initially in my life because my mother was a teacher thought that i'm going to be a teacher and one thing my students will tell you is that i changed my mind pretty quick <laughs> i said um Listen, I expect, and especially after being married to a teacher, his mother is a teacher, his cousin is a teacher. At one point, at, at a building we were working at a school, we were working at. It was what four of us, mm-hmm. four Duke's people working in a building right. together with all of us, you know, working education. Right. But I, I used to always see where the the, I'm gonna hopefully I'm saying this right, the soul pressure of teaching social and emotional learning or of teaching leadership or teaching resilience or problem solving was placed on the teacher, but not giving them room to do it in other avenues. So right. I would see we're doing student council. We're learning problem solving. We are learning about um, delegation, about democracy. I can see even when we would do stuff like a pageant or a royal court for my students, because it's coming from HBCU, royal courts are big because I'm teaching you to be an ambassador of the school. I'm teaching you how to walk, talk in front of a crowd, how to be pleasant, um, homecoming elections. like How do you market yourself? How do you create a campaign? How do you build self-confidence? And so I always told people, like there there are ways that teachers can be the the leaders and the and and the guide for those moments but it doesn't have to always be attached to uh a book and a test you know you know it's like they i i would just see them where they would look at me like you having all the fun with the kids and i'm like i'm sorry i <laughs> i don't nobody told me i had, to, I had you know I, I had room to do what i wanted to do yeah. so when you were at your school did you feel like you were empowered to do this the the chess program and the and to run with it the way you saw fit
0: Um, in a way I did because I had a principal who wasn't very involved. So he wasn't involved. So the benefit of that, so you didn't have the support, but you didn't have the micromanagement. Um, he was very supportive of our chess program. He was very supportive of the program because, um, the program was there before I was there. The program had died. And what I did was I rebuilt the program. So he was a part of the first initial program. So he was very supportive of our chess program, but um. So I did have the creativity and the flexibility to do what I needed to do. But as a teacher, I didn't have that. See, the issue, you know, the point you made was powerful, sister, because teachers we they have this plate, and we keep putting things on their plate, but we never make the plate bigger. Look,
2: so, I'm trying. So, to now,
0: <laughs> so now, right? So so all that sauce we were talking about earlier is spilling off the side of the plate. You know, yes, and, and and no, and, mm-hmm. and nobody is there to help support them, and we keep putting more and more. And when you talk about state testing, that just that you just put the plate in the microwave. That once you did that, that's it. So um, <laughs> we have to. So what after? So what after school programs? What they do is they become an extra pillar, so they become a placemat for that place for that for that right, plate, right, because right. now yeah. that stuff that's spilling over. Now the after school program is able to catch some of it. Some of the things, the conflict yeah, resolution yeah. issues that are occurring in school, we can work because you're trying to teach students about Shakespeare or you're trying to teach about Paul Lawrence Dunbar or you're trying to teach you know mm-hmm. students STEM or whatever you need to do. In the after school program, mm-hmm. we can work on those conflict resolution skills. We still have STEM programs and chess and, and all kinds of other things we're doing in debating and, and, every, and the sports and martial arts and tennis. But we also have some time to work on some of those things that might be overcrowding, you know, your plate. But also, we have to make sure teachers are getting that support, that emotional. They need that emotional support. I talk about, you know, resilient students. Ooh, but, ooh, but, but, absolutely. But, but, but we need, Come on. <laughs> we need, oh, yeah, I'm preaching now. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching. <laughs> oh, yeah. First, Great I'm about to be Great I'm about to be the first. I'm about to be the first person to pass the basket on a podcast. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> <laughs> pass it, brother. Pass it, brother. <laughs>
0: you take it on. But, 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 um, like, no we talk about resilient students, but we need resilient teachers and resilient leaders as well. And, uh, we have to, because with what we're going through now, uh, folks are really, really being challenged emotionally. And so we have to find ways to support our teachers. They're asked to do so much, and you keep and you and, and then and then you complain about paying them, right? You, uh, mm-hmm. Right. Complain mm-hmm. about paying them. You you want them to do so much, then you want to build in all these. You want to tie the test scores to how you evaluate them. All these other things. Yes. But we need to yeah. give them the creativity, the ability to be able just let teachers teach. Is what we need to do because that's how we were raised. That's how we were raised by right, teachers right. who came in and right. did all you know, you have a teacher take the newspaper and do a whole lesson just based on one newspaper article and yep. teach you everything. Yep, yep, so um we we do need to support our teachers so much more and understand that so much what they so much of what they deal with is impacted by what happens outside of a school. So the view of a school from the outside looking in is much different from the inside looking out. And and folks need to just walk a day, walk a minute, 5 10 minutes in the shoes Ooh, of a teacher. 5 huh? 10 minutes. And I don't I don't mean teacher for a 10 minutes te- might be too long. I, that's right. I don't mean teacher for a day or principal for a day. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean you come in there and try to mm-hmm. teach a class and you're going to see what right. these teachers are dealing with on on a, on on a, on a on mm-hmm. the daily basis. They are saving private Ryan every day. Every day. All every day, day. <laughs> every day, all, all day.
1: day, and you know it's. I, we at first, Melvin, I was laughing because you have the book. Um, I choose to stay, and originally I said myself, I said, Melvin, we ain't choose to stay, we right. got up out of it. We them. talking to the wrong person. <laughs> we this, like, this ain't the person uh-huh.
2: we need to talk to. <laughs> I
1: know, but stop, what ended up happening? Need, I told stop. him, I said, <laughs> 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 "Hey, listen." He left a year before I did, and the next year I was like, "All right, I'm going gonna go ahead and uh." It got something else, right.
0: it, but it really got the to the con- point the con- where, yeah. Go ahead. The concept is you you, 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 stayed in the fight. See, that's the key, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, we all are going to have different roles. Everybody can't be a teacher, somebody got to be a nurse, mm-hmm. somebody got to be a counselor, mm-hmm. somebody got to run an after school program, mm-hmm. somebody got to be a mentor, so, somebody got to run community organization So but the idea is we need to stay in the fight for our children. That's what that's the key, you know, yes. and that's why I appreciate yes. you guys so much. Even this podcast is a part sure. of that process because you are getting the message out there that our children matter, that our teachers matter, that they are important. That this podcast is is not about something that, you know, uh, 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 who got the best club in Augusta the best club in Atlanta or Philly or, or LA, you know, this, this mm-hmm. podcast is about making a difference for our schools, making a difference in our after school program, supporting our teachers, supporting our parents. And I think that's the key. So I, I respect you for understanding where your passion is. That's the key is finding out where, where's my passion. So I could put, I could just get right, right in and not have to worry about looking at the clock. Because before I know it, before right. you know it, you putting years in, you putting in work, and that's what that's what's important, sis. I'm sorry I cut you off, right but I wanted. you
1: yeah. listen. But I wanted to, but I, I wanted to it. make
0: sure, I, and I needed you to hear that because I needed you to, I needed you to understand that 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 this 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 is not our job. It's our passion. Our job is to get better at it. That's the job. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Everybody find go. find out what it is you love to do and get in there and do it with excellence and with fidelity and do it with heart and and keep those students at the center of it. And that's the um and that's the key. So I I appreciate what you um what you're doing. But appreciate the legacy that your families, that your parents have set. All, think about all the educators that they've touched, all the people that they've impacted. Who that's the immortality of influence is all of the right. adult, that that's, that's it right mm. there where you know you people who are doing the work because you did the work and 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 um and we all together we collaborate and we create this community this village for uh you know for our young people so uh so you know keep it up keep keep it up you you um not only not only did you choose to stay but you chose to stay in a powerful way and you're doing it in a way where you're choosing impact over compliance. You're not saying I'm just I'm just Ooh, I'm man. just gonna do what I'm required to do. Write that down. Ride, Write man, that down. Right right listen, go. because I, you're not saying I'm doing I'm gonna do what I'm required to do. You know, you're doing what you're called to do. And that that and that that's powerful because God doesn't call to equip, He equips oh. the call.
1: Come on now. Okay, you're
2: really trying to get this I'm, basket. I'm, listen, He's really I'm, trying to I'm, get this basket I'm, around. I'm, I'm about to whip out I'm the sitting, organ I'm, and a
0: piano and a drum set and, and just go on and here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm setting the second the second basket coming around now. The second- <laughs> <laughs>
2: this the this the next service. <laughs> what? She said, the next service. We went on to the second
1: service. We so. ain't even know it. Ain't, we didn't do two services. I ain't even know it. <laughs> he hit us with the opening, the benediction, and then opening it back I'm up again. To tell y'all, y'all
0: crazy, y'all. But you,
1: you, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you hit the nail on the head, though. You hit because I kept seeing, I kept seeing people come in to education and leave, mm. and they left just bitter and mad, and they were good." teachers they were good educators but they would get frustrated because they were trying to be compliant with something they really didn't agree with it was like that's but that's not how I can be effective or make an impact with my students and I was I was thinking to myself I said sometimes it is sometimes people need to see you in a different platform or in a different way to understand the impact because for for me I can continue to do great programming and great events for students. And it's like, oh, okay, that's good. That's cute. But I I really wanted to be like, no, you're not paying attention to what I'm doing. Like, this is, this could be very impactful for all of our students, like, across the county, but you know, if you just see it as, oh, just a a little program that that school does over there, it's not making the same um, impact that it could. And so we've seen in our county just a continuous turnover of teachers, a continuous um, dissatisfaction, like a what their expectation was and what the drive was to become an educator, just slowly, like the life come out of them and when they're doing that. And so when you say that, you know, God calls you to do something, I could see where they have been called to do it. But speaking to that emotional side to them as an educator, like you, you can't, and I know that the the students absolutely come first, but you got to make sure that your staff and everybody else is built up in the same capacity. Yes. Yes. Cause if if I'm if I'm constantly going home and feeling like you know it was a point where I was really having panic attacks because I never you never knew what was going to happen so whether right. it was a student has been arrested or this one has been killed this one you found that they're pregnant this one has run away from home it was just like Lord like when is it going to be just a day of just everything smooth right. no you know no right. problems but we never took the time to really speak to adults and strengthen them when those moments were happening it was more so like okay well y'all. Things happen. You need to get back doing what you're doing. Mm-mm. No, I, right. <laughs> I'm not used to that. I, I need yeah. a moment. And
0: that's an important part of leadership is understanding when you focus on your people who are serving the children, you're focusing on the children. You know, and folks got to mm-hmm. see that. They got to see that leadership is about service. If you don't serve, you can't lead. See, too many people go into this profession thinking I want to become a leader, I want to become an administrator because I want people to call me boss. But the mm. job is not about that. Because when they when they able to, Boy, the right point. because when they able to call you boss, your job is to serve them. You know, your job is to make right. sure they have everything they need to take care of those children. And if and if service is beneath you, leadership will always be beyond you. And I tell all aspiring administrators that you better understand that if you got a problem with saying to a person who works for you, how can I help you? How can I serve you? You'll 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 never become successful and they'll 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 never follow you. But if people know that you're going to go to the mat for them, man, they'll um, they'll put their job on the line for you because they, you know, because they know that you are there to support them. And the same with the children and the same with the families. When they know that you're there, yeah. the school belongs to the community and the families need to know that, that we're here, you know, we're here for you. So it's I'm, I'm glad that you have raised that point on here about taking care of those who are taking care of others because the, the folks in schools are just giving and giving and giving. But we got to take take care. That self-care is important. We got to take mm-hmm. care, take care of, our, you know, take care of ourselves. So that um, that be- that's a big focus for me. I've been a principal for 20 years. I've been I've been I've been in education for 33 years. So and, and 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 have not hit the wall. So you must
1: start. Did you start teaching when you were four or something? Because I promise you, you're not aging. That's, that's <laughs> you, you got some, something in that Philly water. Because <laughs> I was like, I pro- I said he been teaching since eighty seven. Wait a
0: minute. Yeah, you, probably, you saw you, you saw you saw some doing? old pictures. You ain't seen nothing recent. Yeah, you, you ain't seen no recent pictures.
1: <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, so, if you say so.
0: <laughs> but i but I'm gonna tell you. But I'm gonna tell you. So I try to eat right. I exercise on a regular basis. And um, and I think also what has been um, I've watched educators because I I know some teachers, 60, 70, 70 years old, still going, still got energy. And I I think what I watched them and saw where they found joy in seeing the success of other people. And I tried to make Mm -hmm. I tried to make that my primary my primary focus. You know, yeah, I'm writing books and doing all this other stuff. But my story is is not about one exceptional educator. There are thousands of thousands, hundreds of thousands out there every day, you know, helping children and helping them make it. Different. I'm only here because of the adults, the the teachers who did it for me, who told me, get yourself right, right, together. Right, right. You you know you you gotta work hard. You know. So so mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just giving it back. I'm just giving it back, and I've been blessed. And God um and God is. Has said to me that if you continue to work with my children, I'm gonna to continue to take care of you, my son. And I and I um and I've said that Amen. if that's Amen. if that's what I need to do to make sure that I'm in your favor, I'm gonna make sure I stay in the lives of these children. So these children know even when they go away to college, they can contact me. So I learned from your father. You know these. You know how they 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 you know they 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 were living in your house the way you were. You know what I mean? This. But he's still going and, and still doing it. And that's um and that's um I think that's a great example. That's a great role model. That's a great a great lead to follow is making sure that we're um that we we keep our eye focus on these young people and those who are serving them because they're they're on the front lines. And I see people talking on social media, oh, yeah. should we now consider teachers? frontline frontline workers yeah i think it's it's out there now out,
2: <laughs> right out there right,
0: right. somebody somebody, <laughs> somebody said i Somebody said, I, I ain't realized my kid was a problem like this till I had to keep my home. Right, right. <laughs> I saw somebody, somebody, somebody uh, told something. Lady drove by, left her kid somewhere said, you lied to me and told me my kid was a joy to have in your class.
1: <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> they, 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 you don't understand. They, they, yeah. they see it, man. Yeah, but, yeah. But you know what? But here's the thing. Yeah, it's a struggle. But I tell, because I had some students had to give an aspirin a headache, so I don't have them. Trust me, and they come to school every day. <laughs> I ain't never oh,
1: heard yeah. it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Write it down. Write it down, Pastor. Write the- Past right Past it mask. down. Past Let's mask. go. We got a page full of quotes today. <laughs> and they come to school every day. They don't miss a day. But the, but 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 those are the children who need us the, the most. The children who need the most love. Fast forward in the most unloving ways, and you Mm. and you learn that, and you learn that because you see you see that yeah that student that said that you know they don't like me I don't care about you get out my face I don't want you near me next day they coming. Uh, uh, Doctor Dukes, uh, 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 Mister Dukes. Uh, 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 yes, Can you, um, yeah, you know, yes. you know, you like a daddy, you like a father to me, man. You, like, yes. Uh, Sometimes they yes. slip up and call you mom. They slip up and call you mom. Yes. Oh, yes. You know
1: what I mean? yes. yes. Slip up and call. I have been my Dukes for years. No, that a little right.
0: kindergarten girl called me Pop Pop one day. I suspended her for three weeks. You ever call me Pop Pop? <laughs> But that's but that's how oh, that's how they see us, though, y'all. They they see us. They see us like that. As that you you're that parent when I'm away from my parents. You're that person. You're that person who told me you the first one that told me I was smart. You the first one that told me I was yeah. beautiful. You the first one to tell me that I can be successful. I can be whatever I want to be. You the first person to hug me to tell me you love me. You you know it it, it it's amazing how these students become resilient because of the adults mm-hmm. that they encounter in these schools and these after school programs. It's, 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 sure. it's, it's amazing. And, and it's an honor to serve in this profession, you know, with you guys, because I know that these children grow up and they think about, and they may not ever come and tell you that they won't come tell me, but they'll tell other people, you know, they'll tell, or, they'll tell them, right. yeah, you know, I, I remember, you know, I, I remember, you know, You know when when Doctor Dukes was there for me, the Dukes family, the Mister Dukes, he would just Mm -hmm. he uh, uh, taught me how to tie a towel or wear my shirt, pull pull your pants up. Just you know, just 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 the little things that we do, they they will they will keep that with them for a long time.
1: Right, right, and you know it was unique for us because the schools that we worked at, we worked together at those buildings. Right, so we were mom and dad for real. Like (laughs) it was mom and dad are here, so you have certain students. Something that happened, and they look at me like, Please don't tell Mr. Deuce, don't know <laughs> just keep it between us. Don't even, and I'm like, You know, I gotta tell him, like, right. you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we, right. we haven't had these conversations, but they look for that, they look and they. They are now grown. They have their own kids, but they will still call you on Mother's Day or Father's Day because that's, that's what they, to to them, that's who you were. You are that that other person. For some of them, there was no mother or right. father in
0: their life. That's right. A lot of people don't understand that, that that they, you become, you know, because if a child has a parent that's incarcerated, you become that parent for them. Some of them, some, you know, Absolutely. I, a lot of them have parents that have passed away. You know, some, you know, and you know this, people don't realize this is a reality. Some of that parents that take them and leave them somewhere and never come back. Never come you know, back. They leave yeah, with a yes, relative yes. or something, never come back for them. So it, um, and, and like you said, sis, they want, they want that structure. They, 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 they want those parameters. They want those rules. They won't tell you that. Right. Cause it's not cool for you to know, right. but I need <laughs> you to be on my case. Mm-hmm. But the first day you don't say something to them, they be like, Oh, you, ain't, uh, you did comment on that. You didn't. You didn't you know they <laughs> they they notice when you don't they know they notice when you oh, oh you ain't got nothing to say today.
1: Oh yes. Oh those are my yeah. kids. Oh those would be my kid. They would get on my nerves. Cause they would something would happen. They'd be like, oh my dude saying, catch that. She ain't hit it.
0: Right. Right. It's amazing. And like you say, and they grow up and then they begin to parent and raise their own children in the same way that you raised them. And that's the blessing in it. Yeah, it's man. a blessing to be able to bless others. And I tell teachers that and principals, our goal should be, let's be a blesser and not a stressor for these kids. Right? Yeah. That's, that's the pen key. And that, that's the, pen and paper. Pen and paper. stereotype. Got another, got stereo
1: another note.
0: Got another note. That is true. Yeah. That is so true. That's, that's, <laughs> it. that's
1: it. I got it. <laughs> that's the key, y'all. Now, look. Um, yes. I now I, I do wanna go ask you this because um before I keep asking you everything that I did not write down. You realize I've asked you about everything that I did not write down. But I'm just <laughs> I'm like, I just wanna keep asking questions. This is the best this is the best interview ever, Jesus. <laughs> now you you know, it's we know that the pandemic is going on and it's it's a lot of um, un- everybody say what? What's the word, Melvin? Everybody saying Unpre- um, un- unprecedented, unprecedented time. time. Yeah, yes, I, I, if I if I, I had, everybody learned the word, if I hear that one more time,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, no. Lord, isn't all the words y'all can use.
0: Listen, all I'm waiting for is a kid to come to school in a few years. Name unprecedented. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. I know it's yep. Oh, it's all gonna Oh, all these happen. words gonna be used.
0: You know. Yes. It pandemic somebody be and, named pandemic
1: pandemic COVID. Real, corona mm-hmm. yes yeah, uh, oh yeah it's gonna be real, COVID real. Somebody's has got me named <laughs> COVID I, I believe that <laughs> but you know you got all of these things that are happening and they're speculations as to what school is gonna look like when we get back the CDC said this the kids need to do this they need to do that um I I have a sense of that people are just really just in a panic and you're just unsure. What would, what would you say, like for your staff and your school, what do you say to them when, it's, when they are feeling the um, anxiety of coming back?
0: Right. And that's what, and I, I run a K-8 school uh, in Wilmington, Delaware. Um, about 700, 750 students. And um, we have probably a staff of, you know, 80, 90 people. And um, one of the things that we talk about often is just, not knowing, being unsure. And that's the hardest part because you really don't know. The one thing. So I said, let's focus on what we do know. Let's not let's not focus on things that are not important. Let's not major in the minor is what I tell them. Right. Let's let's focus on what's important. We know that when these students come back, we're going to have to be ready. So we got to stay ready. Mm -hmm. Let's stay ready. Let's stay sharp. Let's make sure we're focusing on what we know these students needed before they left because they're going to need that times 10 when they get back. We do know mm. when they come back, they're going to have to be better at washing their hands because I got to fight with kids to wash their hands. I go on there, come out, oh. come out, and they'll tell you, "Hand, hey, they got a drop of water when they come out the bathroom. Telling right. you they wash well, their I'm telling you. Mm. <laughs> and no, Still, yes. no paper towel, nowhere in the trash right there. Yep. I, you know, I, I, but you been sat in the bathroom for right. twenty minutes. So they they're, they're gonna have to get better at um just the hygiene is gonna have they're gonna have to be better and that's and adults too, because you know I know y'all don't been in some bathrooms yeah, and places absolutely. and see adults, and I'm like, you didn't just uh, walk out the bathroom in and out. and out like a mm-hmm. scout, like get a scout out. on a new route. Oh, yep, yep. I'm like, But yeah, hey.
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's <laughs> it. Let me get that pen and paper again. Let oh, me get out it. Scout on a new
0: route <laughs> Well, because children learn from adults. Children emulate what they see. So when they see adults yeah. not doing it, then they don't do it. So as so as right. as, as the children and the adults, we got to get better with washing our hands. We got to get better when we sneeze in the cough and making sure we're covering, turning away. The big challenge is going to be the concept of social distancing. Because children, right. my children, when they come to school, they act like they ain't seen each other for a year. It was, mm-hmm. you, it was, you just left yesterday. They hugging and, where you, where you been? And, you know, and, I, and I'm, la- I'm making fun of them, but I love it when I see it because I, I, because the if the, if the option is to show hate, if the option is to, is to see violence, then I'll take these kids hugging and loving each other every day. They just have to understand right. mm-hmm. the time yeah. that we live in now, you could be jeopardizing your life.
2: So, right. we're gonna have, so we got to
0: learn how to accept distance now. We're learning. Now, now one thing I did was, um, now, I actually, believe it or not, I actually closed my school for two days in February before we knew the pandemic was coming because there was a big flu strain going around yeah yes and, yes. and <laughs> so and so mm-hmm. uh I said we need to and and, and uh, I'm sad to say I have a large number of folks that don't keep their kids home when they're sick they send them to school when they're sick and I understand you got to yep. go to work mm-hmm. nobody watches the kids I understand that so the only way for me to force these children to stay home and I got staff members who come to work when they're sick because they're so dedicated and committed they yeah. won't take time off and get themselves better so I just said we going to shut mm-hmm. it down. We're going to shut it down. We're going to clean the school and we're going to let everybody get better. Um, So we're going to. So when we come back, I think you're going to see more time periods like that, where when you see a spike in student or staff illness, you're going to see either maybe a certain grade shut down, a certain wing of a school doesn't come, might even be the whole school might be out for a week or two just to stop the spread of the virus mm-hmm. we're going to have to get used to those rolling rolling um changes in um in attendance because um and mm-hmm. also you might be looking at days where students come to school on alternate days in the beginning of the year because in the lunchroom wow. they, they're on top of, they're on top of each other in the yeah. lunchroom. yes goodness how, how are you how are mm-hmm. you going to social distance wow. in the cafeteria you know and then lord knows mm-hmm. on a school bus How are you going to, you know, how are you going to keep kids? So it's going to be challenging for us, but we've always found a way after Katrina, after the hurricanes, there, there have been disasters and we find a way to overcome and recover. And like, like you said, sis, we just got to remain positive and we got to stay focused on what we do know and understand that we'll, we'll be able to get through it, but we got to have a plan. And that's gonna be the key plan for everything. We can't just have a vision because here's another one for you a vision without a plan is a hallucination. So we gotta be ooh, we gotta we gotta ooh, be ready. <laughs> we gotta be ready for whatever for whatever comes. You know, sadly for me is that we're now approaching the summer, and the summer we have our after school program, we expanded in the summer, it becomes a full day summer program for students classes, trips, and all kinds of other things. And it looks like they may not have that because of this pandemic. And so many students count on that. So um, we're looking at moving that to an online, uh, uh, remote learning situation. But I um, I know the students look forward to having that time outside of school in the summer where they can have that camp-like experience. Um, but, um, but it's gonna take everybody working together Everybody staying focused and, and remaining positive and having hope. That's the key, having hope. I, I, I have a, a YouTube show now with two other guys I work with called Hope Insight. And every week, it's just a six, seven-minute show we do on YouTube, and we feature one guest, some educator or someone out there. We just had Bernard Hopkins on, championship boxer. Um, we had principals and teachers who come on and talk about how they bring a hope to their community. And I think hope is going to be important. We all have to have optimism, hope, optimism, and the belief that we're going to make it. That we um that we are guided by a very strong power and um and and a belief that we're doing the right thing and we're taking care of God's children. So um, you know, things are gonna work out for us. But it's gonna take some serious planning and also folks working together and being very flexible because we're f- with Next with flexibility man. comes longevity and that's going to be very important for people to understand i've got to be flexible in what um in what i'm doing but we'll we'll make it through Absolutely. the children need us. the children need us to be ready for them mm-hmm. and we got to and we got oh, we yeah. got to we got to stay ready the after school programs are going to become very important because as you know we can provide so many uh supplemental programs and activities the mentoring positive adult relationships so they become very important in the lives of um you know of our of our young people but this is definitely something that we've um never had to deal with you know um i'm not even going to use the word unprecedented because uh, (laughs) there you go (laughs) because i used it but i didn't want to use it but it's um right these are um these are some challenging times but if but if it doesn't challenge you it won't change you and the one thing that's going to happen right. is the way we educate children, it is going to change because we're now learning that if a child is homesick, if a child is home on suspension, you can still educate them because you did, it. They can still you get did it when they were home on a pandemic. So you can yep. still educate, mm-hmm. them. you can still educate, you can still educate them. Um, it's also showing us how we need to, there's a digital divide. We got to get technology in the homes of our children and access right. to the internet for them. So that's going to also be mm-hmm. something we're going to have to look to improve to make sure that our children mm-hmm. and families um, have 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 access. But um, um definitely uh definitely a um uh, a, a bridge for us to cross. But um, but right. we're built for it. We're built for it. So that's we're cool. you know we're ready. I tell my staff all the time, let's stop praying for a lighter load and start praying for a stronger back.
2: Stronger right.
0: back. Right. Because i um, that. I got that quote at the top of my page. <laughs> That's it, because that's what that's what we're going to need to help out to help our children. You know, um, uh, um, we, we, we got God gave us these children to help them. And parents don't keep their good kids home. They send us what they have. Right. We we have mm-hmm. to take whatever it is that we can do for them and send them off into the world to become uh, uh, great servants and citizens right. and so that they can do the same thing. And um, and then come back, and they'll come back. They'll thank you. They'll find you. They'll find you on social media. They'll they'll you know they'll they'll find a way to they'll they'll find a way to communicate, and they'll say, listen, just thanks for always being there for me. I know I wasn't always the best, and mm-hmm. I know you had to stay on me, but just thanks for never giving up on me. And th- and and what they're saying is, mm-hmm. thanks for choosing to stay. That's what they're saying, because that's what that's what we're all doing. That's what we do for our for our young people,
1: and it's an honor. Oh, I felt like you just did your whole movie. I know, right? <laughs> I, oh, that man. was the end. Roll I the credits. Like, yep, I saw the credits. Roll now the, the credits. Like, I now you still sit in the theater, you be like, "That was good." That was, we need to get that on DVD. Oh man.
0: <laughs> yeah, y'all listen. I I pre- listen. I appreciate it. This is um, you know, and I, and I do these interviews a lot. This is the first one where I've really felt like I was sitting in my living room and talking to some people that I'm connected with in this work and that I could really talk about what really needs to be done. So I appreciate you for having the kind of show where you'll keep, you keep <laughs> it real. See what you're keeping it real and that, and, and you know, and children will smell that immediately. They, they don't have to eat a whole pot yeah, of table, yes, taste. Right? Right. Yes. Goodness. They, they uh, yeah. goodness. Right? The, mm-hmm. they, they know you real right away. And that's what, that's what this show is doing is, is, it's allowing us to be real and people need to, they don't need the fake right now. They don't, they don't, they don't need the made up story. They need, they need, Mm -hmm. they need the real deal. And that's what, um, and that's what you are giving a voice to. And that's, what's going to truly, truly make, make a difference. So I'm, I'm, um, I'm glad that you gave me a chance to come on and spit a few rhymes and spit a few lines and, and um, and a bunch and this... of quotes, bunch of quotes, but
2: well, this paper is running over right now.
0: Jeez! But well, listen, because listen. we know we know I, because our goal, my goal, and your goal is to get them in Penn State and not the State Penn. And in order to be That's able right. to do that, right? And 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 when I say Penn State, I don't necessarily mean that university. That's I mean, correct. some university. Mm-hmm. It might be a community Absolutely. college. It might be a training program. It might be something, but it right. needs to be somewhere where you're trying to improve yourself, and that's our goal—to get you in a situation where you're mm-hmm. trying to improve yourself, and um, and that's what the after-school talk is all about. It's about walking the walk, Absolutely. walking the walk, and talking the talk, and um, and, and, and 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 speaking life into. And to and to our children and to the educators who are out there fighting for them you know and and, and with them so you guys keep keep it up keep keep it up um uh, I don't um yes, I look sir. forward to uh, <laughs> yes sir I look forward to to stay connected with you keeping you posted on uh, uh the things that are happening in my life and in my career and um and even coming back at some point to do an update to do some more on um on what's going on in the world different topics that are going on in educational oh, in okay. society.
1: Okay now, you know I'm recording oh, you yeah. right now.
0: You <laughs> this the contract <laughs> right here. We got <laughs> okay, it. Go. Come <laughs> back, Listen, bro, you heard you saw when I said get a brother break and she said that's not gonna happen. We
1: gotta get a break. <laughs> okay. Oh no! You should have seen how fast he flew up here. Like we started getting, I got, I just, made sure, I just started to get something to eat. I was like, all oh, right now, forgot to stay on
0: it. No, I, I uh, know she going. That thing is on tape. She gonna have. She got it on cassette tape, absolutely. eight track tape, TV, yep. VHS, everything. No. So, yeah, hold, hold, me case. hold me to that, and oh, and when dude. I and when I get down to Georgia. I'm definitely coming to see y'all. I promise y'all. When I when the things open back Absolutely. up and I get down there, because I'm in Georgia a lot, so when things open back up and uh-huh, I get down uh-huh. there, we definitely gonna come and break bread, y'all. Because I I really appreciate I Perfectly. appreciate what you're doing. Perfect.
1: Yes, we look. I really appreciate you one just one commenting on my tweet <laughs> like yeah. it all started thing for you to Absolutely. reach out and then when when i hit you up to say yeah like that's that's not a problem i'm i we are internally grateful definitely. Then, and then you post
0: then you, you post recognize- then you posted then, then you posted the picture of me and your mom with the book i'm like yo <laughs> she telling the truth I said, I'll let you know. I said, she she don't know me. She just trying to get me on the show. She don't know
2: me. Right, right. Okay. Hey, but. But Prince, but L, I just want to say one thing. When you responded to her, like she was in complete shock. Like I think she stood up in the middle of the room, and was like, "He just responded yeah, back. Like- <laughs> he just responded back." I'm like, "Well, say something back to him, yeah, please." That, I know what to say back. Like, do I? What I
1: say? What I say? Because he said he helped with whatever. I don't. I'm about to be like, I don't know. <laughs> Pray I, I, for so us. I'm, That's I'm what I am When I'm when
0: I'm on social media, I'm able to look and see and. I can see people that are out there making a difference. A lot of times I'll just go on and and send people a tweet and just say, keep up the good work, just out of the blue. Because, because mm-hmm. some you never know what a person needs that day. People say, Man, yeah, thank you. you. I, I needed mm-hmm. to hear that. And I just say, you know, keep fighting it. You know, when you see all this going on in the world, you know, you know, some people just they just need to hear a positive word. And, and when I see people doing the work, I try to make sure I acknowledge it, man. It's a, it's a, it, 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 it takes a special person to be comfortable celebrating the success of other people. It's rare, and right. that's why the fact that you right. reach out to me and say, "Can you come on my show?" Right? I don't, I don't have to be here. I get to be here. It's a blessing. It's an honor to be on this show. Mm-hmm. So this, you know what I mean? So it's for you to invite me. Let, let me know. That said a lot about you too, to invite me you know, and and give me a platform and give me an opportunity. Um, And even to recognize that, that I have something that you think your listeners want to hear. And that's why they keep coming back to your podcast because they know you're bringing high quality content, but you bringing it real. You're bringing it real from the front lines. And that that matters. So I'm definitely going to make sure that I'm on, um, I'm I'm going on to, um, uh Apple wherever I need to go to, to subscribe to the uh to the podcast. iTunes is yes, it iTunes subscribe. you on iTunes?
1: Yep, we're on iTunes, yep, we're yeah, on there. I'm gonna
0: make sure I get on there so yes, I can please subscribe here and then
1: look, I told people I really thought my mama and he and I were gonna be on three people that was on this and I said every now and again one of my students will probably because they you know, they quick to share anything I do on Facebook. Like, thank you, children. But then when it started going, I was like, Whoa, okay. Somewhere really somebody's listening. listening. <laughs> right. like, what? What's going right. on? And and the fact that you recognize that we were trying to be real with this podcast one of the hardest things to do sometimes in looking at social media is you see everybody else is giving you rainbow rainbows and unicorns about right. the education system and when you don't see that on your end you keep going so is nobody else struggling right. Am no, I nobody the wrong having place? a bad day Am or anything and thing? just to hear you know from other people that's like yes. That I had a horrible teaching year one year. Like I, there was a year it was just horrible, or there was a moment I felt like I was gonna quit. Like I want those topics to come to the surface so other people can say, like, okay, I'm not losing my mind. There, there is there is a uh, a group out there that understands that it may not always be peaches and cream. Right. It may not always be like that. But you, you say you got to choose to stay and figure out well what's my lane and how am I gonna make my right. impact. Choose
0: your lane. Choose your lane. And what's sad is there are so many teachers who come into the profession. Never hearing the real, and they come in thinking, "Oh, I'm struggling," and that's why they end up leaving because they <clears throat> we don't give yeah. it to them real and let them know this is what's yep. out here. Yeah, be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. So we gotta we gotta give them we gotta give them the truth. We gotta make sure that they hear yeah. what's going on so they can yeah, be prepared absolutely. for it <clears throat> and be prepared to understand that once you get into the profession, you then have to choose what direction you're gonna go into in that profession. That, that it may, you know what right. I mean? It right. may not, everybody's not mm-hmm. going to be the teacher. Everybody's not going to be the mm-hmm. coach. Everybody's not going to be the administration. I'm seeing a lot of principals now going back into the classroom, going back into become assistant principals because they saw the principalship was not, what wasn't for them, you know, mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. saw it. That wasn't, that wasn't my lane. That wasn't my lane. Right. So that's, that's going to be my mm-hmm. takeaway from this here. Choose your lane. Choose it wisely. That's Choose it. your lane.
1: Choose choose your lane. Look, you gave us too many, too choose. many giveaways. We can't I'm say we can't you. pick one. <laughs> right, there is not. She like, got a whole a bunch one. of stuff. Choose. <laughs> mm, mm, mm.
0: choose. Listen, choose your lane. I don't care if you gotta be Thomas the Train or Little Wayne. Choose your lane. You know what I mean? You could be. You, listen, it could be Nick. It could be Nick Jr. or Nicki Minaj. Choose your lane. <laughs> late that's, that's, that's what we go sermon number
2: three baby let's go let's go i, <laughs>
0: listen, I, I better stop y'all better stop yo, I gotta y'all get on get on with your life but thank you for thank you for for uh giving me just a, a hour to really be uh in 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 the moment of what we're doing because this we had a critical time right now um in education and with or without the pandemic this is a very critical time for our children right. and for educators, and they need to hear more of the real talk about this work that's out there and solutions, not just problems. Too many people are admiring yes. the problems, right? right, right. right? Instead mm-hmm. of talking about what those solutions and, and understanding the yep. power of after school program, extracurricular activities and uh, and being able to challenge the minds. Of our young people and giving them a sense of belonging, giving them a sense of accomplishment, mm-hmm. and giving them the ability to uh, to understand that I, I I can become resilient. That smart is not something you are; it's something you can become. So even if you're not successful that's right great. now, mm-hmm. that's something that I can help you uh, reach that. And that's what um and I think that's right. important mm-hmm. for teachers, educators, mentors, parents, everybody to understand. So um so listen, I'm done. You could close out your show, but just but right. just, just <laughs> don't forget about me because uh, <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely absolutely not. don't forget about <laughs> absolutely me because not. this is um this has been a a, a positive and uplifting experience, experience for me. So for all you folks out there, I'm gonna give you my clothes before they give you your clothes. If you out there, if you want right. to walk the walk, then you better make sure you're tuning into the after school talk. Because no matter how you do it, you might, you might, you might, you might teach, you might preach, you might sing, you might minister. No, no matter what you do, just understand that we need you to stay in the lives of these young people. And uh, and and when you do it, make sure you're real at all times because they need you. To, they need you to be there for them. And so, uh, keep up the great work, guys, and uh, keep uplifting the profession. Keep uplifting our children and our community keep giving a voice to those who are voiceless at times but always uh always stay true to who you are because i think that that makes you unique okay
1: yes Absolutely. thank you thank, thank you, you thank so you thank so you, you. Oh, i to another, another thank crack you round so of much yes, yes, yes sir. principal l in the <laughs> building <laughs> let's go listen we want to make sure all of y'all Look, go look for his books. He got I Choose to Stay, The Immortality of Influence, and Resilient Teachers and Leaders Challenging the Status Quo. And also, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, share it with everyone. And we thank you again for coming. We will definitely, definitely, definitely be in touch. So, thank Absolutely you so much. Right. Peace, Peace out, y'all. Peace out. Love you.